Welcome to Barroom Heroes, the sports comedy podcast that gives you sports mixed with comedy. How are you doing? Hot, hot, hot! My name is Kevin Elliott, and I am your bartender in the bar. Now, sitting across from me, bellied up to the bar, is my main man, Chris Centeni. How you doing? Oh, you know. Hanging out, dude. Just got back from a White Sox game. Nice. They lost. Bummer. But it was a good game. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Summed up. <laughs> <laughs> and also with us, we have the drunk guy at the bar, Joe. Stack guy Joe Ganjemi. Hey. What's up, dude? Doing good. Bed bug free. What up, Paul? Bed bug free. We had bed bugs? No. What is the status of this? What's going on here? Guy at work. Clean your house. Guy at work had a bed bug on him today. Kevin honestly sounded like a sound effect machine. Yeah. Clean your house. <laughs> Hit it again. Clean your house. No, don't. No, uh, a guy at work had a bed bug on him today. And then I came home and I shook out all my clothes real hard, threw them directly in the washer, and changed Checked my body in the mirror for about 15 minutes. Ooh, and all the crevices? All the crevices. But Gross. I like got that to. Part. Got, got to. Got to make sure there's not a bed bug way up in there, you know what I mean? Just the one sight nested, of one freaked me the fuck out. What if one nested out. inside of you? Inside of me? It would die. I'm not a bed. It would? I don't think that's a stable ecosystem. Yeah. Oh. What, what am I made of? All right, dude. Both foam the, and mattress I don't pieces? Know. No. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't think it would work. I got body bugs. Not saying it wouldn't work. Bed bugs. Evolution's a beautiful thing, but I'm just not sold. But I saw it and I killed it, and I was like, "That was a weird looking bug," and immediately went to the computer and Googled, "What's a bed bug look like?" It's like that's a bed bug. I've got my suspicions. Let me double check this. And uh, suspicions confirmed. Uh, well, good. I'm, I hope you're clean. Yeah, I I literally w- didn't even walk in the home with those clothes. I changed out front in the yard. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I can't believe I was next to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, let's get into some sports stuff, man. Uh, and welcome back, by the way, Chris. Oh, we yeah, missed man. you, dude. It was cool to get you on the phone last week, but I'm glad you're back. Dude, I was pumped to be on the phone, on location, in a garage. <laughs> How was it, though, man? Dude, getting out there was hellscape, um, <laughs> but the party itself and the hangout in Boston was fun. Yeah? Dude, it was a blast. What happened traveling that made it so rough? Bro, we decided that we were going to try doing standby flights. Standby me. That's... About the, the size of it, uh, you just stand next to an it employee felt just while they like while, Kevin singing a classic piece of music. That dude, wasn't me. So we we were like, okay, put us in because like an employee has to put you in for standby. So we're like, okay, put us in for this flight. Like an hour before we're gonna leave, they're like, ah, you got bumped. Ooh. So you're gonna leave at five in the morning, and I'm like, oh, okay, so that's not cool. But then we got another flight. You know, people were working some wizardry behind the scenes. We show up to the airport. We're supposed to take off at six. Almost get bumped from that flight. The last two people on the airplane. Then we fly to O'Hare Airport in Chicago. So I was ready to gear up, dude. I was like, I'm going to find the first sports store. I'm buying <laughs> everything. Um, they did not have any sports stores in our terminal. So you at let me down. Chicago da- 
You let me down big time. The Blackhawks were doing a meet and greet Actually, in Terminal 2. Yeah, right? That's what I felt <laughs> like. I was like, there's so much cool stuff happening outside my terminal, I bet. I feel like there's only um, like three places that even have sports gear at that airport. And that airport is like the size of it's huge. all the malls in the country yeah. put together. It is. Dude, it's, it's brutal. Sounds like your terminal was Terminal Illness. Oh, man. You God. are just on fire Fucking right now, dude. It's yeah, unbelievable. Um, no, what was I going to say? Oh, so, well, here's the best part. We got in because of the flight taking off when it did. We landed at 12.20 a.m., but the plane was full, so they're like, you're going to have to check your bags. We'll do it for free, and I'm Hold like, of course you will because you're making me. You left at 5 a.m. No, no, no. We got a different flight. They changed a bunch of oh, stuff around. It was sorry. chaos, dude. They just kept switching stuff, and the poor Lyft driver that I kept scheduling, I was like, nope, just kidding. Come this time. <laughs> just kidding. Come now. And... uh Eventually, he just stopped being the one that would come. I think he just was like, go to hell, fat boy, and then left. And uh, Holy shit, he said that? No, but I could feel it in the way he didn't Fucking accept my... Charlie, why would you do that? <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn. I give him five stars on the burn, bro. Oh, man. Hitting the mic. It's cool. Um, so we finally get to the airport. We get on this flight that left at like six or something, five something, six something. And... Uh, and then... Yeah, a fucking jet just went by. What the fuck Are was we that? at Phoenix International Raceway? I feel like. What's I just thought one of you guys farted. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So, we got to O'Hare at like 12.20 in the morning. But since they had forced us to check our bag, we had to go out, get our bags, and then we were locked out. Security's not open. So, we had to sit in the ticketing area until 4 o'clock in the morning. I had to do that before, man. And the whole time, I was like... Why did I come on this vacation? This is the worst time of my life. Yeah. I was being very, very babyish about it. Yes. I, I was man, throwing right a full-blown right tantrum. Like, Brittany was very composed <laughs> and was like, this is not good. This is not ideal, but we'll just hang out here. And I was like, I just wish I was dead. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> but then, this is the best part. I haven't told you guys this. This guy comes walking up to us. We're sitting there. And he's got a trench coat on that's covered in peanuts. Like, peanut shells. Oh. What? Right? Like he'd been eating them and they were just still on his jacket? Honestly, God, it looked like someone threw him in a wood chipper aimed at him. Wow. It was just like all over him. Like, and he was kind of balding and he had a goatee. Well, was it like... He looked like the guy who made Hamilton if he was like in an alternate reality. Was it a peanut coat? Or yeah, was, was it, it a fashion? coat covered in peanuts? Right. Like, peanuts. No, it was like he someone had exploded peanut bag all over him. He had like a blue suede but jacket. But not like attached to the actual... No, coat. no, no. Like shaving. Right, like he was saying. chewing them up and they yeah, fell on okay. him. okay. Like okay. a fucking disheveled, not like a fancy, no. like they're all I made this jacket guess, of peanut shells. Here's shells. the thing. When I tell you the rest of the story, you'll know yeah. what I had meant. Okay, sorry. okay. So he walks up to me, and he's like, hey, how are you two doing? And I'm like, pretty good, man. How about you? You know, I'm trying to be optimistic, even though I know this is a disaster. It's 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. Nothing good happens they're then. covered in peanuts. Not true, dude. People have like make kids. Right. Not with this guy. Well, I'm hoping. So then, yeah, so then probably aren't a man. he looks at me. And he goes, I'm very wealthy. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, dude. Immediately, you know he's not. Well, I was like, that's really <laughs> awesome, dude. Good for you. And he's like, dude, I inherited a bunch of money. He gave me this whole backstory about all this money he inherited from somebody who died. Did you meet the actual email that people get from Saudi Arabia? Well, that's what I thought. I literally was like, dude, I think this is the Nigerian prince. <laughs> Come yeah. to give out some cash, dude. <laughs> he's been waiting in this terminal for people who answered the email. So... <laughs> No one thought I was legit. No, I have been so, here for a while just no. eating peanuts. I'm not even kidding, dude. This is real. This is you can corroborate this. Twelve years of peanuts. <laughs> no, dude. 
I've been waiting for your grandmother for so long. I wish, dude. I wish that's what would have happened. You think it's been through generations. I, Grandmother's the one that gets me. Anyways, keep going. No, I just wish that's actually what had happened because what happened after this is just insanity, in the most clinical sense of the word. He's telling me all about all this money he inherited, and he puts his hand Which out. Is the first thing a cool guy does. Wait though, he extends. Uh, just wait. Money. He extends his hand for a handshake. I'm horrified, but I reach out to handshake him. Whoa. And he thousand goes, dollar bill in his palm. No, just he for goes, you, buddy. No, no, no. He's loaded. He's great. Very, I'm very rich. No, 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 no. He goes. He goes. My name is Gabriel. I am the Archangel Gabriel. Oh. And I was like, oh, hold on, man. Joe, do you have a boner? No. Because that's a weird nerdy thing. No, it's a it's weird very, biblical. It's a Catholic. Well, oh, it is. I'm Catholic. <laughs> No, so he's like, I'm the, yeah. I'm one sorry. of the X Men. I'm sorry, dude. Oh my God, your angel? Yeah. Holy shit! I loved you in X Three. No, so oh, did anyone like him in X? Anyway, he uh, he was played by the kid from uh, Ben Steven, Foster. Yeah, who's in everything and no Even one knows who Stevens? he is. And uh, oh, oh that was, was Shia LaBeouf. Well, it was uh, yeah, Ben Foster, dude. Yeah, it was, he's in everything. He wasn't in Even Stevens. He was in the other one, Shia LaScrawny. So exactly. So he's like, I'm the Archangel Gabriel. And I'm like, oh, sure you are, man. That's great. And you're wealthy. Got a lot of things going for you. Right? And he goes, you guys married? And I'm like, well, we're going to be married, hopefully. Thinking like I'm going to get killed. Yeah, right. And he was like, good, good. He goes, look, when you have kids, I swear, quote, you can ask. Well, you can ask my fiance. She was next to me. There wasn't a whole lot of other people in the airport at the ticketing area at 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever. He goes, you have kids? Girls, boys, whatever, do not let them get into that homo shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, that homo shit will take you. That's a direct path to hell. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I thought to myself, I should stick up for this, but pick your battles. Yeah. I don't he also told me he was stabbed. the Archangel Gabriel and he's covered in peanuts. So one of those two uh, is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what? He's lying to me about something. He's either very wealthy. He's Archangel Gabriel. I don't know what. I'm not trying to get stabbed at the O'Hare airport at 2 in the morning. Uh, you should have looked him dead in the eye and been like, oh, yeah, well, I'm Judas. And I have all kinds of silver, so back the fuck up. Dude, I wish. But he would have killed me. <laughs> that would have been fucked. No, dude. Uh, I'm Jewish. He's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> dude. <laughs> but seriously, how are you supposed to respond to that? The dude's insane, says something insane and, like, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to correct somebody who's insane? And I was like, "Hey, man, thanks for the thanks for the heads up. Uh, you know, have a good night." And I swear, I wish I was kidding. He walks away, and then he just kind of glances back. And he's like, "No homo shit." And I'm like, wow. "The point has been." Did you then play him the Lonely Island song? <laughs> no. <laughs> All I did back. was like, "No homo, bro." <laughs> no, I'm serious, dude. I I was like, because there was up, there's that, that part of you. There's that part of you that wants to be like to do the right thing and say like, no, dude, that's so messed up. But I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to get through to the Archangel game. I am starting to believe that Andy Samberg was at the airport and shooting some weird, stupid character. And this was all part of it. I don't know, dude, but it was so awkward. And he left. No Homo 2, the music video. He just left. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Why is this? Why do these people talk to me? So weird. Why is he talking to me? Yeah. There's at least one other person in this whole thing. <laughs> Go find that person. You look well, like a dude 
that you could be like, hey, bro, no homo. <laughs> and you might be convincing. Like, you look like the target demo for someone that I could convince. Like, hey, here's the other that, problem. That, uh, I noticed that. Homophobic agenda might work for no, you. This is what I noticed, dude, because I'll wear like plaid shirts and jeans and boots. And then oh, I'm like Lord. balding. And I'm, right. And people will walk up to me. And they'll say stuff like, those gays, right? And I'm like, uh, I have absolutely no problem with gay people. And it floors them. I hate the look I have. <laughs> hey, no homo. I wish I had dude. That was him, dude. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. He was a total bigot. Yeah, insane <laughs> bigot. It didn't sound are. like Andy Sandberg at all. There was, but, it sounded uh, like some guy I, that would hate a person named like, Andy Sandberg. Oh, I never know. Yeah. But do you guys have this problem ever or is it just me? I'm serious. About I'll tell people like weird people. I'll be all like, the time. No, but I'll be like, you know, guys, like I'm a pretty liberal guy. Like I don't really care how you feel, but I just accept people for who they are. I don't know why you got the vibe that I was into that, but I'm sorry. And then you're like, what am I supposed to do? Be like, I don't tolerate you? Nah, I work with a bunch of snowflakes that if they feel like they offended me at all, they're like, <gasps> so I fuck with them. Like, uh, I get asked a lot at work what my religion is, and I change it up a lot just to <laughs> fuck with people. I've definitely said I was a Scientologist on multiple occasions, and people are just like, <gasps> you just make what? up your own? Yeah. Unitarian, which I'm actually... What is that? Uh, a Unitarian, I actually have a... Isn't that what you put fish in? Yeah. Well, uh, it's also uh, a religion that I'm a pastor at. What? You are? I've performed marriages. Unitarian marriages. Yeah. Or can you do any marriage? No, it's, uh, any marriage, yeah. It's that's just the like, one that's like a, kind of like a humanist thing, right? Yeah, like we're well, all it's just like chilling. Christian. You could like do it under a bunch of them, and you just have wow. to like fill out this online survey. They tell you that you're Golden Girls Blanche, and then they give you a fucking certificate <laughs> where you can marry Shut people. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a BuzzFeed thing for marriages. <laughs> anyway... I don't know. I guess I'm just saying, like, please stop coming up to me and acting like I want to be part of these bigoted games because yeah, right? I don't like it. It's getting frustrating. I know what I look like. I just wear what I'm comfortable in. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. I know I look like I should be wearing your team's hat, but I'm not. <laughs> That's what I mean, yeah. dude. Like, please, I yeah. understand. I understand that I'm driving a pickup truck with a flag sticker on it. I understand. <laughs> it's wearing... just not your flag. I just. <laughs> Don't view the country the way you do. Please leave me be. <laughs> I want us all to get along. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. So, Kevin, what's going on in the world of sports this week? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Uh, man, a lot of stuff actually went on. Did you guys watch the Preakness? Uh, no, but I heard it was... Well, I was going to. I was going to tune in and then didn't. And... Uh, I heard it was a doozy. It was, man. It was pretty. It was cool, but the horse that won the Derby, Kentucky Derby, got his fucking ass handed to him, man. He started out too fast, and you could just see it. And that's why the Triple Crown's so hard to get. Yeah, it is hard to get, but also it's kind of bullshit because the Kentucky Derby has like twenty horses in it. Yeah, and then as you go down Preakness, Belmont, it cuts in half every time almost. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I missed the Preakness, but um, I did go to IKEA and have meatballs, so I think I took one of the lower placing horses from the race before. Do you, Chris, ever bet on sports? <laughs> Do I bet on sports? Yeah. No. 
I shouldn't say ever? that. No, I shouldn't say that. I'll bet like friendly bets. I don't bet money. I'll bet like, oh, you know, I'll buy the next beer or whatever every once in a while. Like my son. Not picks, a huge better though. What's he, the worst bet you've lost? Sorry. Oh, no. Good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, honest to God, dude, I'm, I'm sorry to be really I've, boring. I just don't do that much betting. It's no. really like he's going to sink this putt. Yeah, jackass. I've you know? shaved Sorry, my it sounded like Happy Gilmore. When I- I've shaved my head on two different Super Bowls. Really? But I've also shaved my... But you my- won those bets? No. <laughs> I've also shaved my best friend's head on multiple occasions. Why? Because it's a great bet. What are you betting? It wouldn't Just be for you loses? because you had... Yeah. Whoever wins this game, your team, my team... The winner. And that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm going to fucking shave your that's head That's what I'm tonight. getting at. That's perfect. Yeah. So, okay. You guys both have very short hair, so it wouldn't really matter. Betting, Well, though. talk to God about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because my hair, I graduated high school, and it's like, you peak, dude. It's time to start degrading. <laughs> Did I tell you when I was worried I was going bald? I'm like, Mom, I feel like I'm going bald. And she's like, oh, yeah, you have been. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, what? And I was like, Mom! <laughs> that was that fucking sitcom. Earlier, we were listening to the intro music we could use, and it all sounded like oh, yeah. 80s sitcoms, and we were joking about it like, Ugh. I was we were, pissed, dude. That's the scene we want. Mom! <laughs> just him in the bathroom over like, doo, 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 yes. doo. Dude, no, it was terrible. You know how so devastating good. that was? <laughs> Here's two things. Here's two things my mother did. I love her to death. But two things that happened with my mom. One of them though, she was right. So she's like, "Oh yeah, you've been losing your hair for a long time." I just figured, you know. I'm like, "Mom, I had like sort what if of." You never asked. Would you still just think you had a full head of hair? I don't. This is the problem, dude. I want to know just how in denial I was. Because there was a time where I had like sort of not long hair. I never had long hair, but like I let my hair get a little shaggy, and I'm like. Did I look like Trump? <laughs> did I have like the real wispy top? Has my, because if I did, has my oh, birthday boy. present been a baseball cap ever since I was fifteen? <laughs> well, dude, and that's the thing. It's now people are like, it's because you wear hats. I'm like, well, this is a vicious cycle, isn't it? Because now I have to wear hats for the rest <laughs> of my life. Because my mom that's bought me false, hats to cover up my balding. Scientifically proven that doesn't. It's the hat doesn't do. I'm right. willing to believe it if it allows me to buy as many hats as I want. So I think it was just someone early I'm looking on for being like, yo, bro. You might want to wear hats. Dude, yeah. so then I'm like, oh, my God. The I've other seen thing was, your genetics play out. You might want to get into hats now. The <laughs> other thing is, where's the other thing? I, you guys probably noticed this. I was woefully unaware, okay, because I hate when my clothes have, like, a lot of extra fabric on them. It bothers me. Like, if they're really baggy or really loose. You yeah. wear hockey jerseys, like, dude, 90% yeah, but have of you, the time <laughs> when you're talking. <laughs> Yeah, but have you seen those, dude? They're like, I mean, they they fit though. It's not like wavy, right? Yeah. Okay, it's not Kevin Smith talking. So, right? Jersey. Come on, dude. Shout out to Kevin Smith. Get a jersey that fits. Anyway, <laughs> and dude, he's got sleeves. They like wizard sleeves. The jerseys dude. are custom made already, bro. <laughs> get the sleeve cut. Then I, I'm got so much beef I'm with him. With you, I get it. I look at his jerseys and they piss me off. I'm like, get a new one. Get he a raises, new brand. Yeah, when he raises his arms to the sides, it looked like a theater opening. It's it like, does. <laughs> I'm actually breaking news. I'm shooting my special in front of Kevin James. Kevin James, Kevin Smith. Well, I I like the other one better. I'm an idiot. Kevin James just in a t-shirt. Do you think Kevin Smith would direct my hour special? Fuck that up. 
Uh, it's yeah. right up his alley. It's one shot. He would have, but his sweet sleeves would be <laughs> it would swinging just be into your fucking frame all no, the time. No, it would just be one focused shot right on me for an hour and a half. Anyway. <laughs> Big money. It's a long special. In black and white. Let's go. I'm fine. Getting back to his <laughs> room. <laughs> kidding, dude. I know. My special would be like 30 minutes and everyone will go home. Anyway. <laughs> no, dude. Um, no, they would. Jesus. They'd still take be, one look at my receding hairline and leave. Motherfucker's a seven-minute comic. <laughs> The audience would do like my hairline and fall back. Anyway. You know what? I put that on par with Chasing Amy. <laughs> well, so th- so anyways, I didn't like a lot of like extra fabric, dude. So I wore like regular fit jeans, which were pushing it. Then somebody introduced me to, I'm so okay with admitting this. I saw a picture of myself and it was unbelievable. I was pissed because I was like, no one told me this. Not one person said to my face, oh, my God. Anyway, so then I found these jeans that they felt all right. I was like, oh, these are cool, right? I found out they were called Slim Straight. <laughs> and you're neither of the two. <laughs> Bro, that well, that's fine. so Whatever. fire. Yeah, I know, dude. I walked right into it. I walked right into it. So Good joke structure. You got me. You got me in my socially, gut. socially completely you behind. Bitch. But the yep. joke structure was phenomenal. God damn it! You so, made it happen. Good so for you, so dude. So, <laughs> so one time my mom tells me I'm putting on these these pants, and she goes, "You need to get bigger pants." I'm like, "Why?" And I swear to God, she goes, "When you wear those, they make you look like an ice cream cone." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I got burned, dude. I went to the I went to the ER with that burn. But anyway, <laughs> see, I was just trying to do a Kevin joke. Fire. So it was great. So now I just wear regular straight fit jeans. I Much, hope people don't think that my stand up is you are like both. This. Thank you. Much more appropriate. Uh, they fit much better. <laughs> and do uh, you still have the pair? Oh, the the slim straights. I don't know. I might. If I do, maybe I'll have to wear them, take a picture for the podcast. Yeah. You know what they look? Well, I don't want to steal them. Or have Brittany wear them. I had the exact opposite problem in the fifth grade. They'll be too big. (laughs) By a ton. Uh, They'll look like Jinkos on her. I had the exact (laughs) opposite problem, Chris, in the fifth grade. Uh, (laughs) Jinkos were very cool, um, but I lived with a single mother, and she couldn't afford to buy those expensive jeans. So one day when she left for work early because I was a latchkey kid, uh, I took a pair of her, because she was a larger woman, took a pair of her button-up fly Levi's and just cinched a belt around them, thinking like, hey, these are real baggy. Oh, my God. <laughs> because oh my God. that was what was in, and I went oh to school. my God. No, you didn't. Yeah. And uh, there was just like big folds of fabric everywhere, <laughs> so like you could see everything. Like there's just big droppings in the pants. Like I was wearing curtains. <laughs> I got to school, and within like the first ten minutes, they called my mom. They're like your son has to go home. He came here wearing your pants. <laughs> How did they know? Because they were they were women fit Levi pants for a woman size like whatever she was a larger woman damn dude but yeah they sent me home (laughs) basically not wearing pants so Joe and I have had a lot of you fucking asshole you put them on at home yeah I was just like hell yeah this is gonna make those kids in those 
kangaroo jinkos feel you so could. fucking embarrassed. What? I'm going to show those kids and their jinkos up so hard. Check out how baggy Holy my pants shit. are. Could, oh. I can't ask questions. Like, I don't want to know anymore. It's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, woo! Oh. Thank you for admitting that, Joe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm I'm crying because it's funny. <laughs> Did you ever wear them again? No, I got in trouble. I got sent home. No. I got sent home and everybody told me you're ridiculous. You guys can police me at school but not at home. What did you wear? I still wear my mom's jeans. (laughs) Did you wear like nice shoes? You couldn't even see them. It was no. I just wore my like regular stuff. I was probably wearing like a Ninja Turtle shirt (laughs) and like Skechers. Dude, Skechers, though, were no joke there for they're, a while. They had their time. No, they, but dude, they're but making then, a comeback. <laughs> literally, pay it. It's like a 40, it was like a 45 waist on a fifth grader. So it was just uh, huge folds of fabric. Like, you probably see my knees. It's the biggest bell bottoms in the world. They're the biggest bell bottoms. I was like, I had to hold them up like a bustier <laughs> dress. As I walk, <laughs> gotta go to the bathroom. Somebody hold the back of my pants. Instead of him dragging on the ground behind me, <laughs> I probably look like a bride on her wedding day. <laughs> this huge bustle of fabric, this train. <laughs> Actually, this ties in. This ties into something. Our bracket for the week. Would you say that uh, your jeans were the worst, biggest, best weapon to keep you away from people? <laughs> uh, I thought it was a real cool move at the time, but looking back on it, yeah, maybe I was weaponized. I don't know. Great segue. Weaponized maybe, jeans, dude. Weaponized jeans. Maybe I was weaponizing. My mother's jeans. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds way worse than wearing them. Oh, no. I don't know. That's <laughs> Dude, I'll say. Rough kit. There isn't. How far along are we? We're about 30. Are we? Because there's not. I mean, there really wasn't a ton of sports that happened this week, to be honest. Uh, NBA playoffs suck. We're just waiting for the finals. NHL playoffs are okay. We're kind of waiting for the finals there, too, at this point. But one, real quick. Do you guys think, uh, like Kyrie Irving, if I say this to you, agree or disagree, besides Scottie Pippen, Kyrie Irving is, is like the best Robin to Batman? Ooh. That's a, like, that's like saying Jeff Hornacek and fucking the yeah, mailman. included. Okay. Well, no, because it was Stockton Malone. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah, but no Hornacek. So we're going to... Oh, I fucked that up. My bad. 
So are Jordan and, and, actually, Pi- Jordan and Pippen included in this? No, because they are the best. Pippen's the best Robin. Okay. There's been so many Batman Robins, you know? I feel like you KG did, and uh, Stefan Marbury, but okay, then they so, couldn't coexist. So we're doing like a, like a more current one. What's the parameters here? This isn't the bracket, by the way, but... It should be. Where's the fucking bracket list? Um, like, yeah, actually, you're right. It probably should be. Best one-two duos? Yeah, our best Batman and Rob. Well, no, because then we'll actually do one of actual Batman and Robin people that have played them. Oh, I, I have Chris so many suggestions. I'm going Joseph, Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I don't even know his name. Joe's about to go crazy. Um, uh, I can think of a few. God, you're so excited for comic. I can think of a few that's just this year. Uh, what did you think about X-23 and Wolverine finally being in a movie together? I'm stroking all the computers. Yeah, you are. So, I think the way Irving plays with LeBron, he literally does take the backseat but takes over when it's he like has to. like Hit Girl and Big Daddy. <laughs> but, he, but he doesn't complain or anything. And that's what the biggest problem is when you've got the star and then the star B. Um, and then eventually they, they bump heads. And you'll see one guy get shipped out. Shaq and Kobe even couldn't exist together. Um but Pippen and Jordan existed no problem. Now you got Elijah Wan and Drexler, but they only won two championships together. Um, there's great duos, but I think Batman and Robin is a little different than just like a Stockton and Malone. They were both. Well, and your argument Batman. is for uh, Kyrie and LeBron, and if you look at his numbers from 2011 to 2016, they do go up. But is that him maturing as a player or him playing it's a good point. next to LeBron? Yeah, great point. Because what he came in the league 2011, LeBron went back to Cleveland 2000, where are we at, 17? So 16, uh, 15. Yeah, 14, 15. Because the, fi- the finals were in 2015. Yeah. Uh, so Kyrie was 11 to 14. Without him, and then fourteen, fifteen, he began playing with him. And in the that transition period, his numbers stayed about the same, and actually they dipped a little bit from when he was on his own. Uh, but then this year, they've moved up past that, and he's uh, actually shooting the best uh, numbers he has yet. Dude, I watched the Celtics game, Celtics Cavs game last night, and Kyrie he scored forty two points. Yeah. He's amazingly good. And like when he was at Duke, he played 11 games. So I hadn't really seen much of him. And then he got drafted number one overall. And I was just thinking to myself, like, you're really going off of hearsay almost. Is he the real deal? And the dude is legitimately the real deal. Each game, his uh, minutes are increasing. His points are increasing. His rebounds, his uh, assists, except for... It- between uh, game two and three, who's a better point guard, Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving? Steph, don't be stupid. I'm not. I'm. I'm. It's an honest question. You want to do a fucking bracket on it? Because I'm gonna. Uh, no. What do you? I'd think? go Irving. I would too. Point guard. The position. Best point guard in any sport. That's on the line. No. The what? <laughs> so they'll all be basketball. <laughs> uh, I think uh, best point guard. The actual position. Man, their numbers are real similar. It's not like I re, I, Kyrie Irving crushes assists. And Steph is like, what, around six or seven? Kyrie's probably the same. 
They're both scoring point guards, but no. I feel like Kyrie's more of an actual point guard yeah. than Steph moving over to the two guard and is just as good. I, I agree. Just that, I don't know. I kind of agree with that. <clears throat> Kyrie, though, doesn't play a shitload of point because LeBron brings the ball up a lot if you want to play it that way. But I still think of Kyrie as the – I mean, he's obviously the point guard position, but just, I don't know. I don't know if I'm even making sense. But uh, No, I see what you're saying. I think the of what I've watched – Irving to me seems to act like a point guard more. Yeah, he plays that position. He tries to kind of set things up, get things moving. Where it I seems wonder like their duels, like what are their numbers against each other? But you with don't, you don't Steph have to up, at the point, you're running an entire system around him that is any team is uh, having trouble trying to stop him at the point, which is the, the Steph has the it's Steve the old Nash, Nash green model. Light. Yeah, it's the fucking old seven seconds or less. They're running down and they're pushing things through him. And if it doesn't work through him, he's got four people to kick out to because everyone is guarding him. Would you say Kevin Durant's a better NBA player than Stephen Curry? No. I feel like yes. he could be. I, I His do. stature should allow him to be, but what we talk about a lot, me and you personally, Kev, uh, if people played with the effort of Russell Westbrook. Oh, dude, it would be the greatest game ever. I feel like Steph plays as hard as he can while maintaining his body uh, to a point where he can outlast, and I feel like he pushes it to a degree that uh, Durant does not personally. Oh, you're right. I agree between those two. That's what we were saying, right? <clears throat> no, just who's the better player. But, I I mean, I, Steph, yeah, Durant takes a players? little more off than Steph does. But Steph also, he'll take a playoff here and there. Westbrook doesn't take any plays off. But if we're talking better player and Westbrook, who I think is the MVP of the league this season, uh, I still think Kyrie is the best point guard. It's so weird to say over Westbrook even, but... We're talking about the finals a week before the finals is even decided, which is gross. Look, if Cleveland it's gross. wins Thursday night, finals are set June 1st. They have a, at both are teams. you saying the finals aren't set right now? No, they've been set all season long. Fuck yeah, they have, dude. Why I'm convinced it's all fixed. But Let's move to some real conversation. All right. All right. The bracket, is that what you mean? Fuck yeah. Okay. Let's get into our bracket for this the week. This is a rough one. We haven't talked, and actually this works, we haven't talked a lot of sports on this episode, and we're going into our first bracket that's not really sports related, although you <laughs> may need some athleticism to use the stuff. It is best weapon. Oh, what? And what we did was the three of us made our own regions, and then you, the listeners, came up with the fourth region. I'm pretty sure my region's the worst, but I don't even know what your guys' regions are. I don't know what the hell is in it. So I'm excited. Let's do this. All right, best weapon. Oh, it can be no, fictional. No, it's not best weapon. Yeah. It's the ultimate right. weapon. Chris, are you shopping? No, dude, I'm pulling up my stuff with a bracket. <laughs> Calm down. Kevin, <laughs> introduce your bracket. All right, my four that I put in. For the ultimate weapon is uh, the atomic bomb. Game over. It'll blow everything up. See Unless ya. Unless you're Godzilla. That's your... Right, that's, not, that's not in this... Whatever. Next is AIDS. The virus kills a lot of people. If used as a weapon, it'll win in the end. 
Thanks, government. Next is Chinese we've throwing been, we've stars. We've just been flagged. I believe he's just throwing stars on the board. Chinese throwing stars, more accurate. More accurate. I hope so. <laughs> and then my last one is a flamethrower, because when you get those in video games, pretty unstoppable. It's true. Uh, my side of the bracket, I went with the Death Star. Horrible pick! It's a planet killer. That's been blown up. Also, I went with Ingenuity. Because I feel like that's the ultimate weapon. What does that mean? MacGyver was left with nothing all the time. But he was able to work his way out using ingenuity. That's instinctiveness and imagination. I feel like that is the the Death Star would move on immediately. No, I did that so that the Death Star would lose (laughs) to ingenuity because that's what ultimately took down the Death Star. You're right. Following up. (laughs) That doesn't do it for me. But anyway. I have the living weapon. No, not Iron Fist. Weapon X. Shink, shink, Wolverine. I don't know what that is. His name is Weapon X. He is also known as the Wolverine. The Hugh Jackman. Movie? I got oh. claws. Yeah. Yeah, he's called Weapon X. All right. Well, then why are they calling him Wolverine? Easier. Yep. <laughs> Code names. Following up that, I have the TARDIS. That stands for Time and Relative Dimension in Space. It is a fixed point that can be anywhere, in any time, at any place. How do you fight a living time machine that can tow planets across universes? Thank you. I'm pretty sure two of those aren't weapons at all. I think my entire side of the bracket stands as argument All right. concluded. All right. We'll get into Chris. it, Chris. Who do you got? I'll restart it. Oh, no, that's fine. I'll just go ahead with nothing. It always goes out right when we're segueing so, somewhere. Okay. John Cena! <laughs> All right. My first one. Uh, did I just announce? Well, my first one's yeah. a lightsaber. Popularized by the same franchise that popularized the Death Star. Only yeah. mine makes sense, and it's a weapon. <laughs> um, uh, there's a great sword. Now, Brittany turned me on to this. Yeah. My fiance, this is a sword that could be like six feet long. And you had to hold two hands and swing it, and it was used to take the legs out on horses during a charge. Jesus. Yeah, you would just right. sweep it through, hack it sweep off. Sweep the leg, dude. Sweep the leg, Johnny, but cut all four off while you do that. Which is gigs. That's what I'm saying, oh dude. I mean, that sucks for the horse. It's not going to war. It gains nothing. But anyway, uh, the next one is the Halo Energy Sword. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. You would just hold it like this, and you could. it was almost like you could slide across the whole map and just and stab it up into somebody. It was dominant. Very, Very dominant. Yeah. Very good if, if I got a hold of one, I wasn't doing anything with it. I was terrible at Halo. <laughs> but I had a buddy who was great at Halo, and if he got one, the match was over. My last one is for all those Magic the Gathering fans out there. And it's called Lightning Greaves. Some people might just say it's boots. Puss in boots. But I'll explain it as we get into the argument. Okay. I was going to say, I looked this up, and I was like, oh, you got some special boots? Don't cool. worry about it. Cool. Sounds fine. Cowboy fun. boots. So, also, we have the fans bracket. 
Fan time. Let's uh, give some shout-outs. First up, we have the Golden Gun submitted by... My brother. Hell yeah. My brother, Andrew, who knows more than all of us, so he's probably right. No, and that's a gangster move because I played a ton of GoldenEye. And there was nothing better than that golden. You struck the four-way player that you could do on Super Nintendo. Uh, wasn't yeah. it N64? It was oh, yeah, yeah, 64. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it was like one of the first, right? That one of the first great. big multiplayer games. Yeah, and yeah. that golden gun you hit. Somebody, you were dominant. It was over. You were dominant. One shot. Yeah. Very few games. Okay. What's up after that? Uh, then we got <clears throat> we got the flying guillotine. Which is a legendary Chinese range weapon used during the reign of Yang Shenzhen, emperor of the Qing dynasty. Do you know what its literal meaning is? No. Blood dripper. Fuck. That's its literal translation. What's it look like? Uh, it's up. basically like a hatchet that gets flung. Yeah, is it like the like ones a, on the chain? It's like a it gets spun out of this like a crazy Dryer? like almost like a handmade lawnmower. It's like a buzz saw on a chain, dude. Oh, yeah, fuck and you just that, kinda dude. fucking launch it off of that. Didn't you see the movie Ninja Assassin? No, I the saw the prequel three to Speed Racer. Lot, Did you guys know that? That was the fucking prequel to Speed Racer. You know how Racer? it was Rain or whatever that Japanese yeah. Yeah. Fast the They said it was a backstory to his character from Speed Racer. Holy shit. So yeah, handheld lawnmower going up against Golden Gun from GoldenEye. Next up on the bracket, we have Bazooka submitted by your buddy, right? Yeah. Oh, no, it was a girl, Veronica. Oh, on uh, what, Twitter? No, in real life. What'd she say? She said bazooka. Bazooka? Yeah. Just I said, like a, I said a what's bazooka? the ultimate weapon? She said a bazooka. And I said the gum? And you gave her a spot on the bracket? Yeah. All right. Coming up next is my buddy Travis. <laughs> uh, he's a avid listener of the podcast. And as soon as he heard we were doing this, he personally messaged me and said, minigun. Okay. All right. So we have our bracket set. Let's get into it. Let's jump right off. Uh, Kevin, you want to start? Here we us? go! Here we go! Here we go! Atomic bomb versus AIDS. Whoop whoop! Youch! I'm gonna tell you right off the bat. My number one seed is the A bomb. Atomic bomb. This I is how you no get rid of AIDS. No idea where he was going with that. When he said A bomb, I was like, Is he talking AIDS? Is he talking the bomb? What is he gonna go? The bomb, dude. If people start getting AIDS violently, you put them all on an island and A-bomb them. Okay, well, people don't get AIDS violently. That's not a thing. <laughs> but in a world where this is the ultimate weapon, they do. Um, okay. I think... Did you not go to that club in Tempe? I'll give it to the atomic bomb. Thanks. I feel like, I feel like the atomic bomb is the one also. Right. As a weapon, because AIDS is not really a weapon; it's a disease. Yeah, even if the government it's nothing personal. created it, it wasn't for. Uh... <sighs> Fuck, never mind. All right, atomic. Bomb it's atomic bomb. On. I just don't have a good answer for the other. Atomic one. bomb moves on. What do you got next? I got the Chinese throwing stars. It's throwing stars. No, they got to be Chinese, dude. They're more accurate. God. Oh my lord! Against a flamethrower. 
I'm going to give it to a flamethrower. Why? Because you can't see through flames. So how are you going to throw stars at it? <laughs> you could jam the flamethrower. So was it, I doubt that. Also, the flames are going to be coming out so hot. Why not just me- melt the throwing stars? Maybe. What if you killed the person holding the flamethrower with your Chinese stars? Maybe. But they'd probably be offended. And you'd be so a ninja, ninja, you so win. the odds of you standing they'd in front of a flamethrower are so low. You win. This is why I'm giving it to flamethrower. Because the person with the throwing stars has to hit you with a throwing star. You could just set their house on fire. Hey. Yeah, but you'd still die. They would just have to claim some insurance stuff. They shoot from outside. You just burn your house down from outside. And then when you run outside, they like, crisp you up. I'm going flamethrower. That's my personal opinion. Oh, yeah. All right, flamethrower moves on. All right, write him up. Kevin's clearly very excited about this. You guys want me? I'll write it. I'll write it. Oh, yeah. I tried doing that. Chris, well, your, your side of the bracket. Nice. A nice. beer almost went down in the bar. But not under so Chris's close. tutelage. <laughs> Chris wouldn't let that happen. I don't let that kind of and stuff. And that's why his bracket is up next. <laughs> Let's see. I'm Chris, excited for Chris's because I only know one weapon on this. No, you put up two fantastic swords. Yeah. One of them is a lightsaber, uh-huh. and one of them is a medieval piece of machinery. Yes. I personally feel like it's it sucks because the great sword is a great sword. It's great. It's named for a reason. Yeah, it's great. But the lightsaber's pretty much unbeatable. I think it could, like... Because it could go right through a great sword. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the physics of it, but I believe if you dropped a lightsaber wall on, it could go through the entire planet. It does. Yeah. So, what do you think? Lightsaber. I go lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. This this weapons battle. You know what? I'm not gonna say anything. I was gonna say it's going faster, but mm-hmm. wait we'll till see. wait till we get into this region. Yeah, yeah. First round. A couple of weaklings. We'll get them out. Okay. We're going to have some talking to do on this one. So we're right. Energy sword against I lightning think, greaves. All right. I need to know what both of them I know is. what one I of these is. I think more people. You look up the energy sword and let us. And read what the energy sword is. Okay. I and was too busy fucking hose to know what you're talking about. <laughs> sure, man. So stupid. Sure, man. Let, yeah. me, uh, <laughs> let me just pull up these lightning greaves, dog. This is my thing with the energy sword, and I pulled it up, but I already knew a bit about it. The energy sword is a pretty basic weapon in Halo. Simple. You get them. Yet effective. It is simple but effective, but is it much more than a space blade? Like it, I think so. It's there, but we all have them. Because it doesn't let you do that killer glide move. Yeah, and that killer glide move is dope. Yeah, but... Do we all not have uh, that in us? Whereas, like, it's going up against a, oh. a mythical thing. Yeah. Well, let's. So, what's the energy sword? Uh, the type one energy sword is a failsafe I've heard mechanism. About type two. A failsafe. Failsafe. Witness during the battle of installation 04 that can permanently disable the weapon. If Sang Hill wielding it drops it. When dropped, the failsafe engages. All right, well, what is going on here? I don't know. It's the Wikipedia. So the energy sword 
is just what it says. It, it would be a lightsaber, except that it kind of runs out, and you can get beat with it. Oh, so it can't be a lightsaber? Why is it moving on? Well, let me. I already know what wins this, and let me just go what? ahead and read about it. All right. So the lightning greaves looks like an ordinary set of armor boots. Okay, and you think that's not worth anything? I'd ride a motorcycle with. Yeah, them on. from what I read, it's just like, oh, it's real good at evading shit. It equips you with haste and shroud. Right. Which, for those of us who aren't Magic the Gathering people, it can't be the target of a spell or an ability. So wearing these, you can just throw weak little punches until you've eroded their face off because nobody can get you. You're impervious to a spell or an ability. So this what is my argument to that. Uh, is that a weapon that you want or is that an armor? That you want. No, I want this as a weapon. I feel like the energy sword in this situation is the one that actually inflicts more damage. The lightning grievous. Unless, just unless it comes to some around. lightning griefs. If that energy sword comes around. up against some lightning griefs, he can just take it away from you and kill no, you. No, I'm not it. saying it's uh, beneficial in a fight. I'm saying that it's not the ultimate weapon because it's meant to uh, dodge and haste, not to inflict damage. Look. What I'm saying is... I'm saying one's a sword and one's boots. Puss and boots. These boots are made for walking. Okay, And that's just oh, what they'll do. I heard that, man. And then how's the rest of that go? One of these days... These boots are going to walk all over you. One of these Ultimate days. Ultimate weapon. One of these days. It's like a fucking we'll get to it thing. You want a weapon. Slow the Ultimate death. weapon. One of them is a sword and one of them is boots. I get why you put it on there. It's a beneficial thing to have in a fight. But as a weapon... Also, it's an uncommon card. Just to put that in there. But on that card... does it inflict? Does it inflict any damage on that card? Does it deal any damage? Uh, You know, probably could. Because a weapon deals damage. All right. That's all I'm saying. All right. So here we go. Votes. Yes, you start, Kevin. I see both sides of the coin. I think the most beneficial is boots. You're in but I think the better weapon. This is a tragedy. Is the sword. Thank you. But in oh, a fight. Son of a bitch! There's a weapon! It's not what's best in a fight! <laughs> I'll take my fucking Aya of Agamotto. Fine. If you can make a case for it. I will. <laughs> I'll get there. I say final decision is... Because I can see both sides of the coin, dude. I got both arguments and right And me and here. Joe, already we know we voted for one or the other. So this yeah, is the tiebreaker. You guys are so passionate. I, mean, I got to make a decision here. And I say... If you're wearing those boots, nothing can hurt you. That's not a weapon. You. That's a dodge. Okay, you're right. By definition, sword moves on. All right. Oh, fuck yes. Damn it, man. It's because pretty... they wouldn't be able to beat the boots. I was so worried about those boots. It's pretty cool but... that this is the weakest bracket we've ever had now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Right, I just thought this would be something interesting to bring into the equation. Oh. He even wrote the wrong oh, one. Hey. What are you doing? It's sword. 
I got it, dude. I'm fixing it. All right. So my side of the bracket, this is another tough one. What is anybody. the true weapon? So you're hooked on this ingenuity thing. It's no, it's which is star. not a weapon. So this is the thing. The Death which is star not a weapon. Ingenuity. It is. Good call. The dude. Death no, it's Star. Not. It's not. Is a planet killer. The is Death Star a, is the biggest, baddest thing on this bracket. Is it a weapon? It's a weapon to the nth degree. Nothing on this bracket inflicts as much damage as a Death Star. But what can take down a Death Star? Luke Skywalker. Yes, but what does he have to have? The Force. Ingenuity. He has to have know-how and imagination and the will to get it done. Nothing is more important than those three things. And that's why ingenuity is the most effective weapon. Have you ever seen an episode of MacGyver? Yes. What did MacGyver have to get him out of all of those monumental sticky situations a lot of paper clips and ingenuity he had a know-how and a stick that carried him through anything and everything that was proposed to him that is why nothing can beat ingenuity and that's why i think ingenuity as a weapon beats the death star all right, let's vote. I say Death Star. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> hey, man, should have thought of that before you didn't want the lightning greaves to go. Oh, cut. no. All right, so I didn't know you voting like You that. set the parameters, not me. Fuck. Is it a weapon? Does it inflict damage? No, it helps you use other things to inflict damage. Yeah, oh, great point. Coming up next on my side of the bracket, we have the living weapon himself. No, not Iron Fist. The one that is enlaced with adamantium. Fuck, I fucked that up. I'm drunk. Ahmed, Ahmed. Adamantium. The Weapon X. Shink, shink. The Wolverine. Known as Weapon X. Ready to inflict all the damage he can while... Also, not uh, enduring any damage himself. Cool. Okay, and what's it up against? Going up against the TARDIS. People that are late for class. You son of a bitch. I fucking hate you. The TARDIS is... This. What is... Yes. What is that? That is a TARDIS. What is it? I don't... It looks like a blue phone box. Okay. But it is not. Uh, oh, it makes noise? It makes more than noise. It makes generations weep in its wake. What are you talking about? The You're TARDIS is... Well, it's an acronym for Time and Relative Dimension in Space. This is a pocket universe, a bubble. Is that bubble. like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? It is if everything in your entire existence could fit inside of that phone booth. This small box contains a universe where you can do whatever you want. While at the same time, 
exploring all of space and time. All right, that's real fucking stupid. It is a time machine that can literally tow planets. It can go anywhere in space and time. You love space. Did you go to space camp? The ultimate champion. No. If I was, you said it's so disappointing. I know. If I was rich, yeah, I might have. You would have wanted to go to poor. space camp? Yeah, I went to a fucking campfire kids camp. What's that? Where you go to the library and you fucking put glow-in-the-dark lights on the ground and go, this feels warm, right, guys? Sad. That is sad. Did you ever go to sleepaway camp? Yeah, I slept underneath the foosball table at a sunsplash once. <laughs> what? <laughs> While people were playing, you were so desperate. Kevin, the Boys and Girls Club <laughs> left me at the zoo for four hours by myself. Shut up. Did they really? It's not a joke. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. My big brother forgot Get the fuck out of his here. little brother at the zoo. And it wasn't until they got back to the Big Brothers Big Sisters establishment <laughs> and they counted kids <laughs> that they realized that one was missing. They had to go back, and luckily for them, I was still in the gift shop. (laughs) I'd be laughing if I wasn't crying. You were still just fucking around the zoo? Didn't even think about not being with your crew anymore? I was told we were meeting in the gift shop. Did you ask anybody what was going on? There wasn't anybody I recognized. So I just waited. How old were you? Old enough. How old? Dude, how old? Don't say you were a counselor. Don't you dare say you were a counselor. (laughs) I'm a counselor. I don't know why everybody just left me again. I'm 18. Why would they just leave? No, I was like nine. Fuck, dude. You got left behind. To be fair, not an entertaining nine-year-old. <laughs> Still, there was one person in charge of you, and he got back on the bus. You made such a little impression on him. If he I had, if I had a TARDIS, I would go back and change that because it's the ultimate weapon, and I could use my vengeance <laughs> to spit out on those boys and girl cubs leader. But that is not what happened. Holy shit. You live two hours from the zoo? <laughs> At the time, yeah. <laughs> the sun came and went that day. Oh, shut the fuck up. You weren't the last one in the zoo. I curled up in the stuffed animals. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I did. Just like they'll be back. My heart is breaking with They'll every be word. back. I'm just gonna hang here. And nobody helped you. No one asked. No one said like, anything. They were like, they'll be back. And oh. I was like, I'll just wait here. And you didn't tell them like call this boys and girls club. No, nah, I'll wait here. I'm used to this. <laughs> oh my God. I feel so bad. You don't have to. It was wonderful. No, it wasn't. I got to Your see. Your self-esteem got kicked in the fucking nuts that day. No, I got to see what a Zybex looked like that day. I don't, what is that? It's a weird type of antelope. 
It's got very long horns. Uh, Ibex. Why? Did you see that in the book in the gift shop, or did you actually see the animal? Yeah, it was in the gift shop. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. All right, let's. uh, So, so what do we think? Um, Okay. Wolverine against tardy people. God damn it, Kevin! Wolverine. Sorry, I I abrupt sometimes. (laughs) I say Wolverine. Wolverine cannot be a time machine. Why? He can't die, right? Right, but I could go back in my time machine and make sure that he wasn't Until the you win? Or I could tow his planet a mile away from the sun and he would never live. You know what I mean? Wow. One of these is a cool person. The other one is a force of nature. Let's vote. I think we've heard everything we need to hear. I still say Weapon X because it's a weapon. You're fucking nuts. It's a person that's a weapon. Like Steven Seagal's a weapon. <laughs> okay. Steven Seagal's an old fat guy. What are you talking about? Whatever, dude. He was good and under siege. Hold on. New bracket. Best old fat guys. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. So we're voting now? Yeah. On... This one. And you said Weapon X? Yeah, I did. Versus the TARDIS. All right. I've heard this out. I think... I think I got to go with this TARDIS. I don't really know anything about it. Hell yeah. But the fact that, as Joe said, you could just put a planet a mile away from the sun or whatever and burn it to a crisp seems like a big weapon. Yeah. So flamethrower should do really well. Yeah, against a time machine. Coming up next, in the fans bracket, we got the golden gun from GoldenEye, which is maybe the most fun weapon ever, right? No. What? Sometimes I use sex as a weapon, and that's fun. Oh, you're a fucking disgusting person. (laughs) Going up against a flying guillotine, which is basically a lawnmower on a stick. Let me just explain that I don't see any reason why this will be a challenge. Because the guy with the with the whatever it's called, flying guillotine, still has to get within some sort of range yeah. with his lawnmower blade. Whereas the golden gun, I mean, you could shoot it from halfway across the map, hit somebody in the side of the neck, and they're dead. Yeah. Hit someone in the, the knee, dead. Right. It's just one shot, and they're yeah. dead. If it hits one, them. dead. Yeah. Insta-gib. I'm Is going, yeah, I'm definitely going Golden Gun on this one. Flying Guillotine. I love Such a cool weapon. That's also, the I thought Flying Guillotine was a wrestling move, so that's why I'm definitely going Golden Gun. Well, I'll be, I'm going to be honest. Flying Guillotine... Is just wins this bracket for, like, Doba's name with yeah. its official blood dripper name. Yeah. So... And I, I think Flying Guillotine did a lot just to make it into the tournament, and I appreciate that. They it just, did a great job. They just It just got seeded unfairly. It's yeah. just how things go. Couldn't make it against, against the golden gun, yeah. dude. All right, next. Bazooka and minigun. Uh, bazooka. Who, who brought in Bazooka. Veronica shouted out Bazooka. And Travis Corkill shouted out Minigun. Uh, I feel like these are two equally matched weapons. But one of them, like if you're in a field, just like a blank field, the one-on-one, 
destroys you unless you're a really good shot with a bazooka. Yeah, I feel like you could even like. But you could be a bad shot with the minigun. That's the thing. You could spray with a minigun. Yeah. Whereas with a bazooka, it's like you have a blast radius, but like if you airmail it or something, you dead. I feel mm. like I could shoot down a bazooka shell with a minigun. You know what I mean? Like it could be halfway to me oh, in a yeah, big okay. field, and be video and game would, style. Yeah, and it would yeah. blow up the the shell from the bazooka. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with minigun. The bazooka is I, I such a classic weapon, but the bazooka. minigun. Bazooka's great. Plus, bazooka only has like a couple shots, doesn't it? It yeah, has one minigun. before you got to reload it. Yeah, yeah, and a minigun has so many that yeah, it does. I think the the sheer number would overwhelm the bazooka. All right. Oh, that hurts. Next round. Let's That's go back sucks. up to the top. I've had like, it's been like four upsets. Yeah. But anyway, let's keep going. The atomic bomb against the flamethrower. It's just tough, dude, because you can flamethrow all day, but when the atomic bomb goes off, you just... It's over. Dust. It's a yeah. game changer. But is the atomic bomb anything without the guy that shoots it? Like if Same with the flamethrower. If it's me and Kevin in a fight, and one of us has an A-bomb, and one of us has a flamethrower... Who figures out what faster? You know oh, what I mean? I just press the button. You just open the hatch and drop the bomb. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I feel like there's keys, there's code, if there's like things involved where I just have to click a button and I'm shooting flames at you. I see what you're saying. You're speaking as if there was like governmental approved. No, I'm not even saying like even We're if you had the back code, alley atomic bomb. You got the codes, you got the keys. There's just more steps involved. I just thought it was like a button or you threw it at him or something. Yeah, you're not the president. Kevin. Okay, Chris. I say A-bomb. You say flamethrower. Well, I feel like one takes out uh, a country. One takes out a person. So I'm going to give it to A-bomb. So am I. Okay. So atomic bomb. I was just trying to make a case. (laughs) Stop doing that. My bad. (laughs) All right. Next up. Lightsaber versus, versus... The energy sword. This is another one that unfortunately was easier than I predicted because yeah. lightning greaves didn't move on. So <laughs> let's do uh, – I say lightsaber only because, I mean, the energy sword might be able to withstand a lightsaber. Maybe. But you can't You can't be as – there's not as much dexterity. A lightsaber can be spun and flipped and also, thrown. Also, boomerang. People that control a lightsaber – are very highly trained. They have use of the force. They're Jedi's. Whereas you, every you find an energy sword on yeah. the ground and hope you know how to use yeah, it. Yeah, everybody gets an energy sword. That's just like junkyard shit. You get it. Unfortunately, I gotta go lightsaber. Lightsaber. <laughs> My bracket turned out a little easier than I thought it was gonna be because you guys messed up the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know why you like those boots so much. <laughs> I love boots, dude. They're so stylish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the other Red side. Wings, dude. Red Wings, Chippewas, Lightning Greaves. All right, so I'm about to get real nerdy on the other side of the bracket. This is me. You are. We got Death Star versus TARDIS. All right, so one of these is a planet killer. One of these is designed to blow up planets. But the TARDIS looks like this. Uh-huh. TARDIS is not a planet. It's a phone What's box. This, it's a phone box. 
Uh, like a telephone booth? Yeah, like a telephone booth. Like a police box? It's a police box, exactly. And a Death Star cannot single in on something so small. Yet, what? that thing so small could literally appear inside the Death Star wherever it wanted, whenever it wanted. In so, construction, after construction, whenever it wanted. Let me ask you this. In theory. Yes. Because this will solve it for me. Let's say the Death Star lines up a shot and takes a shot. Now, this thing can be at any place in time. Mm-hmm. Couldn't it just like grab the Death Star and move it right in front of its own beam and it would blow itself up? Yeah, and Tardis in wins. theory. Do you see what I'm saying? Over. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I just yep. thought about it. Like It could fire off the beam. This thing could grab the Death Star, right? Can yeah. it do that? Yeah. Drag it through space and time to like one minute in the future or whatever yeah. and put it in front of its own beam and blow it up. Slow yeah. moving laser. And in fact, that sounds very Doctor Who to some degree. Not so much killing. So, yeah. unfortunately, the TARDIS is going to destroy the Death Star, which I never would have seen coming. Fuck yes, it will! Only because I didn't know anything about this police box. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a half of one episode. I don't know anything about this. Okay. So, next up, we have the Golden Gun going up against <laughs> a minigun. So, again, this goes back to very similar to the first round. Golden Gun. Is it the shot or the barrage of shots? I think it's a the shot. I think if you have the golden gun, you're good enough to hit that one shot. Ooh. Uh, I feel... If you've prestiged up to a golden gun, you've proven you can shoot a little bit. Yeah, and if you have that golden gun, again, we are talking about... You also move quicker. You could hit someone, like, just side clip them in the arm. And they're dead. Honestly, right. if his breath was showing when he breathed and you hit that breath, you also, might, kill, if him. You you can might kill, kill him. If you can kill someone with one shot, no matter where it is, can you take out other weapons with one shot? I don't know if that's been established in the canon. That's why I asked. Well, I don't feel like I you can take out other weapons, but people have to control weapons, right? I've decided to say no. I don't think you can kill a weapon. Okay. That's my theory. Okay. But the guy lugging a minigun around is a very slow target. You yep. can get a decent shot off on him. Yeah, if he's moving the gun, he's screwed. Like the rock in that Fast and the Furious where he's just dragging it down the middle of the street. If yeah. that guy in the helicopter would have had a golden gun, this movie is very different. <laughs> I got to give it to golden gun. <laughs> what a fucking... Yeah, I'm going golden gun. What a fine throwing. All right. Here we go. I know, dude. Atomic My bomb. My brother just taking it to the house, dude, with this golden gun. <laughs> yeah. Final so four. Much smarter than me. Yeah, final four. What we got? Atomic bomb versus lightsaber and people that are late for class versus the golden Son gun. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If you explode an atomic bomb, you will annihilate the person holding the lightsaber. Yeah. But the lightsaber will probably we'll still be there. I uh, know that's technically just metal and like and, uh, a kyber crystal and uh, Christian allegory. So right, but you're probably just left with like a kyber crystal. Like if so, it's, it's done. close enough. It's done. Yeah, you're telling you're just me it's left gonna, with yeah. like the the heart of a saber, but you're not left with much and more than that. What if like what if atomic bombs coming down? Can lightsaber do anything before it hits the ground? 